The Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. And hello again, everybody. Welcome to Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 The Champ. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. As we are each week from 6 to 7 o'clock here on Thursday evenings. Tonight we're at G-Migs in Valley Junction, West Des Moines. Uh, because uh, our normal home, the uh, our, our friends over at Foundry Distilling, that's not a not a not a sports bar where you go and watch no watch the game. And the Hawks are about to play basketball here on ESPN, Iowa and Ohio State. First top ten matchup between these two teams since 1961. Did not know that until today. I would have sworn. Do you know who was on the 1961 Ohio uh, State basketball team? There's two people you should know for sure. Uh, oh, the names. Uh, the General Robert, Robert Montgomery McG- Knight. Knight, but the, Jerry Lucas. Uh, Jerry Lucas. That's not who I was thinking. Who's the other? They're, they're okay. I did not know that. I don't know who was on the '61 Hawkeye team. <laughs> well, uh, Iowa lost that by two points at home in a close one, so I know that. But I thought probably. In the 80s or 90s, somewhere in there, both teams would have been rated in the top 10 at well, some Well, like point when Ohio time, State had uh, Jimmy Jackson and yeah. Clark Kellogg, any, any of those guys. Yeah, you know, and Iowa had a number of great teams in there, but apparently maybe a top 20 matchup at some point in time where, uh, you know, one Wearing the you know, steel gray uniforms tonight. Going big on that. Going big and bold. That's cool. So Iowa about to tip off on ESPN. Uh, on the men's side, women right now down at Ohio State, number 11, Ohio State, thirty or 41 to 30 at halftime. Uh, the top shooting team in the Big Ten, the Iowa women, uh, ha- kind of cold so far tonight with only 30 points in that first half, so we'll keep you updated on that uh, as we move forward. Real quick before they even tip off here, um, how, thoughts on, on this game tonight? Well, Ohio State is, is a team that I actually kind of – Jumped on a bandwagon, if you will, uh, about a month ago. Um, they're they're very good. They don't have a what I would call a true point guard, but they have they have that guy that drives you crazy. They have a couple of different kids. The the one that Justin Aaron's kid. Yes, uh, that's what I'm talking about. He had 29 against Iowa a couple of years ago. He shoots 50% from the three-point line. He's the guy they're going to have to obviously cover up tonight. Um, Hawks already with a defensive rebound, which is nice to see, considering Michigan State probably got five in a row to start the game the other night. And we'll see how that progresses uh, as they. Oh, Connor turns it over. The only All right, you Connor can't McCaffrey's, do the play-by-play. Yeah, sorry. The only reason Connor McCaffrey's in the ball game right now is because he for, to to assist to throw to, to assist the ball to Luca. Yes. If he doesn't do that. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll give we'll give him one. So, he, he he averages less than one a game. Obviously, we I think Iowa fans are at a point now. We kind of know what's gonna what's going to win games for Iowa. The question is, will they do it right? Can they shoot well from the outside? In, in the last two games, they're they're twenty eight percent from the three point line. Probably won't get it done tonight, right? Twenty eight percent is not going to do it. Um, they're, they're shooting about sixty six percent of their free throws instead of. The 75% that, that you're used to probably won't get it done tonight in this top 10 game. Ohio State uh, underrated to start the year, and then you have to climb through the ranks to get where they are, and they've done that. So, um, obviously, Vegas likes Iowa at this point in time, five-and-a-half-point favorites, and the money's kind of even right now, right? Yeah, believe me, I I think Iowa is going to win, and but there's no way that I would lay it. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, 82-80, somewhere in that neck of the woods. Uh, Ohio State actually can, has 
been able to play decent defense against some pretty good teams, Illinois coming to mind. But they also shot their brains out against Illinois uh, over there in Champaign when they beat them. Uh, The Hawks, uh, you know, they have to make open shots. And tonight's game, oh, what do I want, how do I want to phrase it? It really matters. It's yep. a, this is a this is a, almost a a bigger game um, than the Michigan State game in this respect. You got two top ten teams. Your net can do nothing but go up. It isn't going to go down if you. And if, if you would Michigan lose. doesn't keep, doesn't play basketball soon, the Big Ten regular season championship is not going to be handed over to them with some sort of title for winning six games, right? Right. So, well, I mean, uh, presumably this, this they're going to they're going yeah. to have to. I don't do what I was doing. You know, play a whole bunch of games in a very short amount of time. And they'll probably jam those in. But right now, these are the top two teams that are playing still in the Big Ten, along with Illinois. Yeah, now Illinois is certainly a very good basketball team. They showed that on Friday night. I mean, they've got weapons. They've got size. They they play defense. They play grabby defense. They play Brad Underwood defense. Um but they they're they're going to be a tough out for anybody who gets them in the NCAA basketball tournament. So Iowa lost that game Friday night by five points uh, at number 19 and number five in the net, Illinois. Um, uh, they, they lost by five. Some strange uh, strange officiating in that game. You can't go without mentioning that. I'm sorry, Iowa goes the last ten and a half minutes without getting a foul call. Bohannon not nails his first three. That's a nice thing to see here in this game. Um, uh, seriously, ten and a half minutes with the way Illinois plays. That's a, that's Iowa, absolute, Iowa got in the bonus and never got a one on one. It's an absolute joke, right? They, they, they joke. got to the bonus and never shot a one on one. Now that having been said, and as ticked off as I was about that, I have to go back and think to myself: I don't remember a time where I thought, "Geez, he got hammered," and they didn't call it right. I thought it was a very rough basketball game, and it was still in the flow. And all of a sudden, I realized, no, the only call in that game I was mad about was that ridiculous travel at the end of the first half that wasn't called, and then Illinois throws in a three. It's a five-point swing, and Iowa loses the game by five points. And the goaltending call, which I do not believe they had evidence to overturn. And even if they did, they didn't blow the whistle in time. Now, that having been said, either way, that was a great basketball game. Iowa played really well the other night. Then they come out flat-footed against Michigan State. They get down 10. Eventually come back and win it by what? What did they? Six. Six. Um, you know, they got up eight. They got up nine. They let Michigan State come back, take the lead. Iowa goes ahead and wins it largely with reserves on the court. And that's what I kind of want to get to in some of this discussion here. Um Iowa played the majority of the second half of the first half, so the last 10 minutes of the first half. Yes. And probably the middle 16 minutes of the second half without uh, with with no C.J. Frederick, who's not playing tonight uh, because he's still hurt, and he tried the other night and it didn't work. And with uh, uh, Keegan Murray, Joe Toussaint, Aaron Euless, uh Anthony Perkins filling in along with Jack Nungy, along with Luca Garza. It makes you-, you start to wonder, can you just put Luca Garza on the floor with some of these other guys? Luca in the four misfits. Well, it, it almost—I mean, I don't want to say that because I don't think they're chopped liver. But you know, Luca, Luca, along with those guys, is still a formidable basketball team. Well, you know, the, there are things that have have been true in the Fran McCaffrey era, and the inability to cover wide open threes as Ohio State just knocked down knocked down one um, is a. It's a true statement. They 
do not guard the three-point line well. And I don't know whether, well, frankly, I, I believe it's because when you're playing a 1-2-2 zone and you're asking your big guys to try and go to the corner, we've talked about this for the last three or four weeks on the show. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. It, it's, just, yep. it's, a, it's a difficult proposition there. And then they overhedge. And guys go back door on them. Guys get in the middle. Indiana did it countless times against them when in that in that game. Minnesota did it uh, against Iowa in the first game. Um, so but the, again, so the, Michigan State couldn't throw it in the ocean, and they would they knock down 12, 13 three pointers. Right. They, they had not made. They had made twelve in three games, and they made six of their first six, and then twelve in the game against that defense. Now, in that first six, they knocked down a couple. There were guys in their face, but not but Well, not many, and, right? you know, and I think back to Friday night, uh, the Illinois dude, as the shot clock is going down, running away from the basket and chucks it up and it goes in. And you're going, holy cow, maybe it's not your night. Right. And it, right. And you still you still had a lead with two and a half minutes to go in that game. Hawks down 10 to 5 here at the first time out here in, the, in this game. Um I do want to I do want to point to the fact that as much as I want to complain about the way things went at Illinois and Tom Izzo was whining the other night, which is amazing to listen to that man actually. Well, when you can hear him. Well, I mean, and he, after the game, he actually, you know, how he doesn't get fined. Every other coach in the league would be suspended and fined. Every single one of them. So what did he say? Because I, I well, didn't he was, catch He this. literally just said, you know, he just said, Iowa got all these ticky-tack calls. I don't know how that, you know, he literally just said the officiating was bad. He started listing off calls that were bad and things. I mean, it was unreal. And he doesn't, and now, I will give you this because this is what I want to say. Do you channel Tom Izzo? I listen to him. I, oh, I, you're right. I believe that yeah. you channel Tom Izzo as, as you there watch is, an Iowa basketball There game. is no question that the game against Michigan State was called differently than the games against Illinois and Indiana. Frankly, I, so I sat there and watched it, and I thought to myself, they're actually calling Michigan State for fouls when they foul us. Right. All over the place, right? And, Whether it's out top, down yes. low, whatever it they is. They didn't let Tom Izzo tackle you, which Indiana was allowed to do. It, it, seriously, they were they were hammering Luca the whole night, right? In Illinois, same thing. And no call, fouls called. And, you know, the thing about Kofi, though, is that he's so darn big that you have to, I mean, frankly, you have to allow him to be big and physical as long as he's doing it without his hands. You used to call fouls on Adam Woodbeer because of that. No, right? it was only because he, he did the guys eye, yeah. eye poke. No. I, I, I agree with you. It looks He makes it. And listen, Kofi Coburn actually is a good defensive player. He made some he had some great blocks, great rebounds. There's no question. And, and that's why we like Illinois as a team, right? Is there's, there's talent there. I don't like Illinois at all, but as a right. team, they're as, really they're, good. They're really good, <laughs> and we, we have to, you have to admit that. And, and, and so when you look at it, that's fine. I just think it's amazing to watch the differences in the way these games are called. And the Indiana game, the strategy was we're, we're just going to beat the crap out of you and make you bait free, make free throws. Same for Illinois. And the game the other night, Michigan State had the same philosophy, except for there's one little thing. They had fouls called against them. Right. right. Well, Usually different. And Iowa didn't make their free throws the other night, by the way. Their free throw shooting was abysmal, right? But Well, it was still, what was it, 65%? Uh, 23 uh, 35, so 66. Yeah, right in yeah, there. Right. right. 23 35 should have been a little bit better. Luda, Luca was, was cold the other night. He was only 50% from his free throw line. So. Was he 5 for 10? Uh, I want to say seven for fourteen. Yeah, as he goes one, five, as he, he goes, goes one, one for two. two. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, it's a big it's a big deal when you look at the, this team now down the road. 
And you said it. So this is a huge game, right? A gigantic game for a lot of different reasons. Uh, just, you know, mojo even being part right, of it, right? Right, right. But um, that's where you have to look and say the difference between this Iowa basketball team when they're when they're oiled and running as a machine is they're making shots, right? Not only outside, but free throws. They're making, they're making their shots. And Connor McCaffrey should never shoot, right? He just missed one there again. Um, but they're making shots, and when Iowa isn't making shots, it's more difficult. And, and I, oh, I disagree. Right? I, di- I disagree with with your assessment that Connor McCaffrey should never Worst shoot. Shooting percentage on the team: field goal and free throw. He's barely a fifty percent free throw shooter, which is unreal for a guy that was a guard, is a point guard. Well, last year he was like eighty percent. No, he wasn't. He hasn't been. He hasn't been since he left high. He was ninety five percent in high school. He's never cracked the seventy percent mark in college, and I cannot Seriously. figure it out. I can't figure it out. I just can't. I mean, I, it's it's a free throw, and you're you're a guard, and all you have to do is stand around and that, shoot. That was my only saving grace. I, for, I know. For when I, I was able to play, you know, play point guard and get out there. And, I know. I get on the free throw. Get out there, run the offense, shoot the free throws, right? Jaybo yep. with a rainbow. Yeah. Oh, Luca now with the three, and he missed it too. All right. Hawks down twelve to eight. Kiko Murray's got three early offensive rebounds. And no points. I know. <laughs> um, so Hawks are cold to start this game here with uh, 13 minutes to go in the first half, and they're they're only they only have eight points. Um, no, I just I don't understand. So listen, Connor McCaffrey to to Fran's credit, Connor McCaffrey sat the last 14 minutes of that game, right? He'd missed like I think he was 0 for four from three, taken a couple of them. Granted, he was open, but right. when they're daring you to shoot and you you better knock it down, right? Daring you to shoot and missing doesn't do us any good. That no, that, that, that just no. means they're going to give it to you again, right? Da- daring so, you to shoot and there he goes. And he, so he's currently 0 for three in this game. That's I, I right, mean, Luca with the offensive yeah. putback. The Hawks got five offensive rebounds so far. Yeah. Um, this is where I go back with Joe Toussaint needs to play as much as he did the other night. If Connor McCaffrey is not you, doing you know anything. What, you know what lineup I like is when Joe's at the point, move J-Bo to the two. Yep. Wheezy, Keegan, or Nunji, whomever, and Luca. I like that lineup. And then, like you said, when they brought in the, the troops the other night, they got back in that game because they were able to get stops on Michigan State and still managed to develop offense, which... It has not been a characteristic of a of a uh, uh, second the second team of Iowa basketball. In, no, in usually the past. you bring it in and you're like, "Where's the scoring going to come from?" And you kind of think that when those guys go on the court, you're like, "Well, how's that going to?" And then you realize Perkins can take you off the dribble, right? Right. Uh, uh, Toussaint actually can take you off the dribble, right? Um, and they can. And uh, Keegan Murray cuts as well as any freshman. But uh, as we've had where he can, where he catches the ball in traffic and just lays it in rather than worrying. I mean, we've had so many guys over the years as freshmen who would catch that ball, and you're like, oh, he's got a you know, nice move by the freshman, and they miss the bunny, right? Right. Keegan Murray's got a nice, soft touch. You know, it's just, wow. And he just is insane. Luca with about six pivots there to score and get the, the bucket. Keeping his pivot foot down, nine ball fake pumps, Sorry. goes up, makes the basket, and gets fouled. Sorry, folks, it's a disjointed show when we're having to watch a game and try to do some analysis at the same time. Right. Um, okay, so let's do think about this, though. Um this game, they got Indiana on. Ah, it's Luca with another free throw. Indiana on heavens. Sunday. Indiana Sunday, eleven a.m. By the way, at the same time, the wrestlers are on uh, BTN uh, against Indiana I, and uh, Ohio State. I, think, I watched that, Ohio State. that Iowa Illinois wrestling meet, and of course, 
I miss Spencer Lee. Oh, yeah. I am over three on on getting to watch him. Well, it, um, that was one. It looked like this kid was going to make it through the first round. Period. Period. Whatever. Now with the knockout. No, it looked like he was going to make it through the first period, and then uh, just boom. And it, it's, Spencer saw an opening, flipped him, done. Right. Goodbye. Goodbye. And Cassiopeia finishes it. Finishes it. That off was really good. With yeah. a got that cradle in and rolled, rolled the do back. That was fun. Um, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about wrestling here coming up. I think we're getting towards our break, so we'll, we'll stay with basketball for a little while. As the Hawks now down twenty to twelve, missing shots. You can't do that. We're going to have to bring back the the other guys here. I'm hearing the music. See, I knew we were getting. There, uh, well, right? I'm looking at that clock saying it's we'll six. Check on, we'll give you a check on the Iowa women too here in a little bit. Uh, they're over at Ohio State in the second half. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on seventeen hundred. The champ. Back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. And we are back here at G-Mix in West Des Moines. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. Come on down and join us. Listen, I'm not going to advise people to drive because we could get into trouble with that. Let me just tell you, the streets here in Des Moines, if you're worried about the, the snow that went through earlier today, the streets here in Des Moines are normal driving winter winter driving conditions. You don't have to be worried about it. It's cold out. Come on down. There's some space here at G-Mix tonight because I think people were a little bit freaked out by the weather earlier today. Watch the game with us here. we got another half coming up after the show's over. And Iowa up 22-20 to 20 now. Ridge will be happy to sign autographs. But always. I'll let you take a <laughs> selfie if you want. Uh, I don't know why you may want to do that. With a mask. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's true. Uh, over got you. got my Hawkeye mask yeah, right here. Iowa with a 12-point run started by a, a five-point play, uh, a three-pointer by Bohannon. I guess a 10-point ten ten run. Point run. And then uh, a, a foul, and they got the, a layup after that. So they're up 22-20. to 20. So a nice little run by the Hawks to come back. Uh, I want to talk a little football now. because Why? Because we are an Iowa Hawkeye show, and football is important. Uh, every, Still king. Year-round. Year-round important. Uh, this Yesterday was actually National Signing Day, the normal one, right? From years ago, it would have the been the traditional day. The traditional one. I think one. might, yeah, might be a better way yeah. to put it. Um, Iowa did sign the Michael Minsolinski out of uh, Jacksonville, Florida, that uh, we reported last week had gone ahead and accepted his scholarship offer, the kid that decommitted from Texas, offensive lineman. And then Devin Hilson, nice story here out of uh, Des Moines Moines North. North. Uh, Running running back, and Iowa did try, uh, you know, to to grab a couple of different guys. I feel like... I feel like Hilson would have been one of those guys that they would have gone as long as he qualified, and they were kind of waiting on that, and he did. Apparently, he's worked really hard. He's a very driven kid. And um, uh, Jack Nungy with his second three-pointer Jack in Jack Nungy. Two and two games. Effort, four and two efforting games. Jack Sigma right yeah. now. Well, he had six three-pointers coming into the Michigan State game the other night. He's had two in each of the last two games. Um, but Hilson, by the way, I still think I felt like that. That's a kid that they probably were going to offer late anyway. That was one. You know how Iowa always or, or the preferred walk-on or something, right? Like well, yeah. but even I mean, no, year the after Brendan, year, no, it's the Brendan Myers. Yeah, right. Thing. The thing where we don't offer him till the day before because Josie they don't Jewel. want anybody else to. We don't want Iowa State and Nebraska and all these other ones glomming on to a kid that we know is a diamond in the rough, right? Sort of, and, sort and, of like I, you and your wife. Oh, exactly. I would never let anybody know that I was actually interested, right? I just had to go go get that, right? But at, at the end of the day, I feel like that they were going to offer him anyway, and it just was one of those things that worked out perfectly. They ended up without any other running backs, and he's going to play running back at Iowa at least to start. He can play linebacker too. But pretty cool uh, to have another Des Moines kid uh, coming out, uh, uh, out, out a, of Des Moines that's Metro a, School. That's a real big thing for the Metro to to have Division One players, uh, you know, develop. They, 
it, if nothing else, it ought to, if you think you're a football player in Des Moines Metro, go out for football. Right. Play. Do right. it. Go. Put your time there's into kid, it. There's a kid at East who plays for Iowa State. Maybe two. Yeah. Um, so, yes, you know, it's a great story. Put your put your time in and play. You know, back in the day, there was a guy named Dan Worth who went to Des Moines Hoover. Back like, in the day. My day. <laughs> uh, and uh, he played uh, linebacker for the Hawks for a long time. And, you know... The Des Moines Metro Schools, uh, Bernstein. Yeah, Jordan Bernstein. Went, went to Lincoln. Adam Robinson before he uh, before he had the concussion issues and all that. Right. You know? Brendan Wigger. No, I'm sorry. That was Sioux City. City. And he, he was Metro, all Metro, all over the country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, well, so pretty cool stuff. Hawks that- hanging in there is 27 for 25. Uh, for those those of you who can't get WHO. <laughs> <laughs> um. Along the lines of that recruiting class, and they they currently sit in the rivals at number twenty four, which is you realize it's the second highest recruiting class in Kirk Ferentz era. I mean, really, was the highest the one that what the year they had Dorning and Bain and no, it was two thousand it was two thousand and five. Uh, it's two thousand and five. So after the two thousand right, so it's been a team that most of the guys were seniors in two thousand nine or two thousand and ten. Um, but that was that was no, the number eleven recruiting class, and I'd have to go back and even look at who all that was. Adrian Claiborne, part of that, right? And Probably yes. Yeah. So there were a number of them that were pretty good players that were that were in that. Broderick Ben, some of those guys, right? Right. But you'd be surprised at the fact that it wasn't uh, after two thousand two, maybe after two thousand three. No, it was after the two thousand. I think it was two thousand five season. So I think this is only a second top twenty five class. Usually, it's in the forties or fifties. Rankings are rankings. So, right? so what but does that put him in the Big Ten though? Five, still in the fifth spot, I think. Because Ohio State's got to be first. Michigan, yeah, um, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin. I mean, if, it's just, it's the usual the usual suspects. suspects. Yeah. I'm sure Nebraska was highly rated in their recruiting. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they actually have any of those players. If anybody actually plays for it, well, well or finishes. God, you know the one thing that just kills me is Iowa tight end you. Both those kids from Nebraska, the, the Omaha area, ended up going to Nebraska. The Fedone kid and the what was the other? There was another kid that Iowa offered fairly late, and and once Iowa offered, that's when Nebraska offered, right? So then they take him, right? I mean, Frost is such a smarmy little. Well, but here's the part you have to understand: if you if you're in Western Iowa, you're a Nebraska fan. It's all. Well, that's all. That the, part I get. Right? Why, new, why, do the, the, why are the kids going there? Because they're Nebraska fans, right? I get it. I, you know, I mean, it's not like you're taking uh, Roger Craig from Davenport it's just Central if, again. If Nebraska handed out the most scholarship offers of any team in Division One, seven hundred forty-three. I don't know if that was the number. I but may it, have made that number the, up. Yeah, it was. It was over four hundred and some. Right, Iowa handed out like a hundred. They had, they they gave out a, over four hundred invites. Right, and they didn't invite that kid. They waited until Iowa identified him, right? Literally, literally, they so offered what after Iowa. Is, what you're they offered is, everybody in the world, but this kid. But Iowa identifies him, and then they go, "Well, he must are, be pretty good." Are, are I mean, that's suge- literally. Are his you strategy. suggesting they're chemistry majors who really don't study, and then when? I am suggesting Scott Frost looks to see who Iowa offers that's in the relative vicinity, and if Iowa offers them, they figure he figures they're good enough, and he offers them. Because if they if they have a heartbeat and can walk, and they're a two star in the area, he's offering him anyway. I can't figure out how they didn't offer that kid. Uh, anyway, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, so um, I did see. Speaking of tight end, you, uh, I think Doctorman uh, wrote an article in the Athletic about the room. He was talking to George Kittle. 
Yeah. George Kittle, TJ, Noah Fant, Sean yeah. Byer, um, Nate Whiting, all in the tight end room. Think about it. Think about it. I mean, think about it. You think, so George Kittle was on. You think, was he on the NFL Network? Yet? I don't know. You they, think Foster's not doing a pretty good job uh, coaching tight ends? Those guys are. So those guys are. When you. Um, Derek Foster going to the Chargers, by the way. Did you see that? I think it was yesterday. Derek Foster. Our Derek Foster? Yeah. He's the coach going to the Chargers. Really? Yeah. I did not see that. I, I don't think it's official yet. I saw a tweet about it. And then there was a, a discussion about it. So I'm not sure if it's official yet, but I think he's going to the Chargers. Well, good for him. I yeah, mean, yeah, you know. Totally. You know. But so George Kittle was on uh, the NFL Network talking with a couple of different guys. And he said, I don't want to make this an Iowa recruiting video. But he said, I explained to you why Iowa p- prepares tight ends for the, for the NFL. And basically it's because Iowa teaches tight ends to block. Right. And then the, the further discussion was that's why tight ends don't want to go to Iowa. These they kids, don't want to block. They don't want to learn to block. They, they like want to the catch kid, passes. Like the kid from Florida. Yeah. Who's the number one tight end right. in, in the... Has no interest in blocking. Well, guess what, dude? You won't play in the NFL then. As If you want to go wide receiver, maybe. But you will not play in the NFL if you don't learn how to block and just mow people over. Because that's why Iowa tight ends get, get drafted first. is because they can block. Well, right? and, and if you want, to, you want to look at one of the... I don't know if he's the number one of all time, but he's certainly in the top three. Watch Gronkowski at his Absolutely. Age. Absolutely. Watch what he does on Sunday. And he Sunday. has said that. I'm here not because I catch passes. It's because I blow people up off the, off the ball. He has said absolutely. He's the other guy to look at. There's a reason why. But his production this year is down to, what, one catch a game maybe? Well, the over-under of the Super Bowl is two and a half. Okay. But he still ends up, he's, he's a blocking tight end who happened to score a lot of touchdowns at one point in time. Get in there. 27-27, seven minutes to go in the first half uh, right now. Um, a couple of other things. David Ray used to play quarterback at Iowa as a backup. He is now the offensive coordinator at Vanderbilt, and I believe he's bringing A.J. Blazik along. Remember, he used to play yeah. center for Iowa. Uh, he was going to Wyoming. It sounds like he's going to go. Well, they co- spent a lot of time together. Yeah, I know, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> well, you know, you start looking down the road at your coaching tree and bringing guys in over the years, and, and there's him and certainly – uh, our friend Jay Norvell uh, down at, at Nevada. I know, I, you're a lot higher on him than I am. I they I, went six and two this year, eight and two, or something like I, that. No, I know, but he's he does run into more of an RPO than we like. But. He's and he's also possibly one of the five worst in-game coaches I've ever seen when it comes to making decisions and clock management. They, they win, they win. Okay, yeah, you're playing UTEP. Okay. That's what I got. Oh, football. Uh, spring spring practice pushed back a week, but they're going to have a full spring practice, 15 days, no game uh, for anybody to come look at. And there was some discussion yesterday in the press conference about uh, does Spencer Petras have the quarterback position locked up? Of course, Kirk says, well, it's an open competition, but really he indicated he he's going to have to be beaten out. And, I, and but, I guess that's fine. But, well, somebody... I just hope he allows that to happen, right? If somebody does beat him out, beat him out. Right? Here, here's why. Here's why I think if it could happen, it will. Look at what C.J. Beathard did after they decided. Okay, let's go with C.J. after Jake Rudock. Let's look at what Ricky Stanzi did uh, after the. I, I after know. In the both Jake cases, in both cases, Kirk hedged toward. The guy that had but started. in both cases, Beathard and Stanzi, they both got hurt. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. so that pushed them back a little bit. You know, Kirk's the most conservative 
longest running tenured college football coach and and i hope you like it because i think he's gonna be around for a while and you know here's the deal though giving guys like deuce you know alex padilla was uh recruited by georgia uh, it, I cr- had an offer from Georgia, as did Deuce Hogan, by the way. Right. So the two guys that are behind Spencer Petrus right now. There's a guy who. Nice can, throwdown by Patrick McCaffrey. There's a guy wow. who can finish at the bucket. Which is a uh, he's getting, you, well he missed he's missed a couple earlier and now he's actually getting his authority in with it. It's a, let me tell you something. I want to announce Col- my presence with authority. Colby and I were talking. Uh, the other night. Not and to throw us off the football talk. That's all right. Uh, we're watching a basketball game as the game goes on or as the radio show goes on. But our conversation led to Patrick McCaffrey thinks that he is really, really good. And that I don't care if I'm playing Ohio State or Michigan State. He does believe in himself. There, that, it's, a, it's, a great, it's a great point, right? He took a feed the other night and threw it down from Joe Toussaint, which was a Beautiful th- pass, by the way, on the on the break. But Patrick McCaffrey is the second worst shooting player on the team. Connor is the worst shooter on the team, and, and I, this is statistically it. He's he, they're they're the two lowest percentage shooters on the team. They are, but he has no fear, right? He's oh. still going to put it up when he gets a shot, and sometimes that's okay, right? Hey, I would his rather, game is not about three pointers. He's going to be an inside player for I, Iowa. I would rather have a confident. Uh, I always thought that was interesting that it's a jump ball. That the ball, when it sticks in there. When it sticks in there. Yeah. If it sticks in there, it should automatically go to the defense. You made a great point. Uh, You made a great point. I want to hit wrestling before we come back or before we leave for the break because otherwise we might not get to it. So they did win 36 to 6. Number nine, Illinois, the other day. How does Illinois rank ninth, right? But Iowa 36 to 6 the other day. Well, there's only 20 wrestling programs. That's with Alex Marinelli uh, being injured and out. Or does he have the COVID? He's out. I don't don't know. He's out. He just didn't wrestle. Right. So they had had the the, uh, Joe Kelly, the, the freshman in there, and he lost. Um, and uh, Nelson Brands uh, was upset a little bit, but uh, I'll bet you Nelson Brands is not a happy person right oh, now. Oh, I bet he's had a tough week. No, no, I don't think so. Not at home. Oh, I, I bet you this is all self-imposed. Well, maybe uh, he's certainly going to be like his his father. Look at Cassiope. Yeah, yeah, gets you know majored up in Minnesota and now, comes back. Keep pins. this in mind that Gabe Stevenson, he might be an, uh, an Olympian. Yes. Oh, he's terrific. Penn State had a guy two years ago that was a, was a generational heavyweight. Uh, Stevenson up in Minnesota right Ohio now is close. Ohio State had one, yes. too. So there have been a few, and Iowa's had good heavyweights, but they just, you know, and Cassiopeia is He's is undefeated great. against everyone else except yes, for the number for that one, and, yeah. one and two wrestlers. And, and that, I mean, that's in his life. Right, and that guy played with him a little bit. I mean, that's, he got beat pretty badly up there at Minnesota. Gabe Stevenson's good. Uh, Ironman with the pin the other day. DeSantos with the technical fall. Did you Iowa, see Ironman uh, waving Illinois? You guys have a nice day. Yeah. Have a nice bus ride. Yeah. Um, uh, so they've got uh, the, a double duel on Sunday. A triangular? The double duel. I don't know if Indiana or if Ohio State and Purdue wrestle, but Iowa wrestles number 18 Purdue and then number 11 Ohio State I'll Sunday bet you it's a on triangular. BTN. Probably. Probably. It was the second of those. Michigan was supposed to be part of this uh, this uh, meet the other day with, with Illinois, and, of course, they aren't doing anything right now. Wheezy for three. Hawks up 33-32, four minutes to go. Um, so as they move forward, and by the way, Tom Brands de- uh, uh, confirmed with the COVID this afternoon. 
So he had the double test yesterday, actually. So I guess it was yesterday. So he's out until the February 13th. Let's just hope, count that, let's just hope that uh, that, that means he's got it and the rest of the, t- the team doesn't it because we don't want to derail. Oh, my gosh. I mean, listen, this team is – there isn't anybody – there's nobody that has it, right? I mean, when you look at it, if they put Marinelli in there, there's no way that he doesn't, doesn't win. I mean – you're going they're to win. Going, they're going to go eight and two, nine and one in every dual meet, right? Match, match, match. wise, right? Absolutely, and you know when and you get you, when you put your full. They team have out twelve there? wrestlers who are top top twenty rated, and like nine of them in the top ten. Right? This just said you can only have ten guys. Yeah, that's all you can do, right? So look, let's not derail this, and let's hope it's not going to happen that way. I do want to mention baseball, by the way. Um, no schedule out yet. They started practice. I don't know what they're doing. It should be noted there's no uh, schedule out for gymnastics. Oh, well. No, they they're, 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 they were on TV there. I know. I was yeah, joking. Yeah. Uh, nine position starters, all nine position starters back for Iowa for baseball this year. A few pitching holes, but it, some young guys still ben, from, I, from Des Moines. Uh, Norman. Norman. Yeah. All right, we'll come back, uh, wrap things up here in the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. You're listening to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Rich on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back at G-Mix, West Des Moines, Brett Rich, Dave Creighton Jr. down here in Valley Junction. Hawks down 40-39, to 39, just had a five-point lead, but then Connor McCaffrey decides to shoot when he's covered. and uh, out. I have no idea why that kid's shooting the basketball. Jack Nungy with three three-pointers for Iowa so far. Soon to be four. Uh, pretty good game, actually, right now. And he did. He took another one. He missed that one. Uh, Luca with the board. and Fouled. Fouled. Uh, Iowa women back to within 82-75 at Ohio State right now with about uh, two and a half minutes to go. So By they the played way, well in the like second half. If you'd like to watch half. that game, you can go to the bathroom. It's, it's, on, only, it's on, on the BTN in the bathroom. The, they only get the BTN in the bathroom. It's, it's, so right That's now, every TV thing. here is on the Iowa men's game except for in the in the restroom. Huh? Is that the deal? <laughs> yes. That's because... I, I would mention, so Monica Zizano was the uh, Big Ten Player of the Week, before and here's you, why. Before you go oh, yeah, we got to go to sponsors, too. Yeah, go ahead. AMPM Plumbing. They do plumbing. Recommended them three people this week. Really? Who all all had plumbing issues. issues. Yeah. So he's like, gosh, I need to call a plumber. I'm like, AMPM Plumbing. They will be at my house to uh, install the new backflow meter and fix that up for me. I'm not going with a yard supply on that. I'm, I'm actually so. going to use them for a pool opening as well as we've got a uh, bit of a minor issue. Oh, you have a minor issue? Minor no, issue. I hate to see that. Did Luca miss another free throw? Well, I don't know, but it's 40 to 40. 40, so he must have missed another free throw. There's I think the Hawks are, are, are 6 for 12 from the line. Uh, get the turnover there here. Minute to go in the first half. 40-40. That's a pretty good ball game. Jordan. Bohannon nails a three. I can do play by the play, by the way. I've done it many times. Just ask my friend TC. All right. So, um, oh, real quick. So, uh, Monica. Our Mon- Monica Zizano. i got to get to the home team, too. But Monica Zizano was the Big Ten Player of the Week. She had averaged 28 points a game for the Iowa women last week. They did lose that one to uh, number 23 Northwestern. One up at Minnesota, 94-68. to she shoots 70% from the field. She was 28 of 33 last week. She is the NCAA's leading field goal shooter right now. Did you know that? I did not know that. Uh, that's pretty good, considering I, she's the team, the person being overshadowed now by, now by a freshman. I did she's not pretty know good. that. How does Caitlin Clark get uh, left off the Naismith uh, list when she's the only person in the country 
averaging a double double 26 <laughs> 9 and 8 or something I, I don't know it's crazy in ohio state misses a three at at the buzzer iowa up 45 42 at the half that'll make it easier for us to do the rest of the 10 minutes of this this radio show 45 42 that's that's a pretty good half of basketball for iowa uh if luca makes free throws they're up uh, anyway um and the Iowa women uh, down six, and they just turned the ball over. It looks like they'll probably get beat at Ohio State. A nice comeback here in the second half, but they're going to lose. I don't know. It's it's a good question. Um, our home team of the week, our Remax Real Estate, Doug Stonehawker, the agent there that we that we uh, want to uh, advise you uh, take a look at and uh, and get in touch with Doug Stonehawker at dsmrealestate.com. That's dsmrealestate.com. And you can link to it off the HawkeyeHuddle.com, by the way, if you really want to. But our home team of the week, uh, even though it's harder to do basketball, so we're going to do football because we, we have a nice point spread. We have, the Super we Bowl on Sunday. Super Bowl. Right, the Super Bowl on Sunday, which is uh, a, a three-point. Uh, Kansas City's favored by three at uh, Tampa Bay versus the Buccaneers. I'm going, with Tom, I'm going with Tom Brady. So am I. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got this score of this game, 28-27 Kansas City. Yeah. 28 24, 28 27. I know what you got. I'm going 28. Um, I saw a little a meme the other day, which is pretty like good. Did under. you see the, the, the old Tom Brady and, and uh, uh, um, uh, Patrick Mahomes? And it was Yoda and Baby Yoda. <laughs> it's the greatest of all time and the soon to be in the future greatest of all time, right? I mean, that's probably about right. Ten Super Bowls for Tom Brady. I'm going with him in this game. That's your Remax Real Estate. Doug Stonehawker, Conce- Remax Concepts uh, Home Team of the Week, is, is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we would be remiss if we did not, again, mention Foundry Distilling. And we are sitting here at G-Mix. I'm kind of missing my midnight ritual. The Alchemy Lounge. Yeah, I am. It's very calming for us to sit in there. Especially, was it a couple weeks ago when it was snowstorming outside? It was just kind of nice. We sat there and just kind of we hung out for a little bit longer and yeah, had they, a good they time. They play yeah. great music. They do. It's, Not it's, smooth jazz, no, but but very no. nice tunes. Yeah, very good. Um, all right, so Hawks have this game. This is big, obviously, and nice to have a lead at halftime. I, I feel like they're going winning. It's winning. Like better than losing. Currently, number eight in the AP, number seven in the net. Most of the uh, bracketologists now have dropped Iowa to a three seed. Of course. Because, you know, that makes perfect sense with, sense with the math of being number eight and number seven. You should be ranked in the in the, you're the between nine one, and 12. You're the right? number one three seed. Actually, they're not. They, uh, Joe Lunardi has them uh, the fourth three seed. Playing, cause they would number play, 12. They would play Gonzaga. They would play Gonzaga if they got through their games. So that means he's got them number 12, which makes no sense at all. Right, I understand they had a, they had a bad game. Hey, hey but, Brett, yeah, um, who cares? I don't know. It's fun. We're doing a radio show. We got to argue about something. Well, I'm not gonna. Yeah, uh, I, this I conjecture and I. Purpose- so what do you what do you think about? Okay, we'll get to our last calls here. We got the Indiana game coming up. So the only, only other thing I told I'm you gonna, last week, I think they go over to Indiana and beat them. Um, we got we got to squeeze in a Nebraska game somewhere. Iowa got that game. They got the the, the gimme of the whole thing yanked away from them by COVID. There's a point in time. Can't the, we just play them in an intramural game? Uh, fine. Play. Listen, I, if 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 Iowa plays them and starts, Joe Toussaint, Keegan Murray, you know who Anthony haven't seen, Perkins. We haven't seen Perkins. Um, not tonight at all. Or Ulis. No, tonight. Toussaint's been on the floor, but uh, and no no Frederick. It's been a short bench, and it's been. But that's because uh, 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 Jack Nungie has three threes and he's playing well. There's no. 
has Jack Nungy taken a step forward? Sure. Like, just this week, though. I mean, I felt like the Illinois game, he didn't really even do much statistically. you got to remember. But Luca had to sit, and er, he played well. Early on, his, his dad died, and so he missed, like, two games or whatever. Came back. you got to figure it takes a while to get your emotions in check, get your body back going in, in the way. He's clearly in the flow right now. He's in the flow of the game offensively, defensively, and rebounding. I think he's Jack Nunchy's doing a great job. And frankly, when you got the Twin Towers, of both of them out there, I was super hard to guard. Which is what they're doing right now. Right. right? They, that's what they've been doing for a good chunk of this first half. Super hard to um, guard. He had 14 the other night, I think. What do you, or do you have 12? He had 12 the other night. But he's getting blocks and rebounds, which is even which is bigger for that that position at this point in time. Next year, we're going to need him to score, right? But right now, but I thought in the Illinois game, even though he was only two for seven from the field, he had four blocks and like eight rebounds, and I thought that he took a massive step forward. And then it came out the other night when Iowa was down ten and replaced Luca, and uh, and then played with Luca quite a bit in that last ten minutes of the first half. And he looked great. And Iowa, and he, he, Iowa came, came back. He played a bunch, and he's playing very well tonight. I'm, I'm very hopeful that this is where we've seen, I agree, uh, where we've seen him start to let go of some things and just start playing basketball. And, uh, boy, this is where the confidence thing. Oh, see, they don't have C.J. Frederick right now, right? right. Get, get, let him get healthy, right? I'm, I, I'm all about enjoying every game for every game. You know that, right? right? But I am looking forward to the NCAA tournament this year. By the way, are we going to do a show from Cancun? I think we take the stuff. Do, do we, you and we, I take the stuff? We got to get, we gotta, we gotta get a it, sign off from the boss. Right. We're going to be in Cancun on, that would be the 16th. Probably on that My Tuesday. anniversary. Oh, geez. When you stood up when you stood up for us seven years ago I, on I, the 16th. Yeah, right? stood up. I, I was you there. Know, you and your wife were our, our, our uh, witnesses at our ceremony. I certainly we're signed, going back. signed off on the agreement. It could be. Listen, those of you who have been fans of this show for a long time realize that there are times when David and I have partaken of various things and done shows. That could be, that could be an all-timer. So let's just tell you, you're going to be previewing the NCAA tournament, and you never know what we will have done prior to that show that Let, day. Let's put it this way. If we can get the sign-off. From the boys at seventeen hundred, we're taking the gear. And we're and we're going it. on the road. We're doing we're doing a show from the beach in Cancun. There you go. We'll do it. Has nothing to do with basketball, but we'll be. But we'll they be they ready. got Wi-Fi. I mean, they do, and that'll be first a uh, first fortnight, right? So Tuesday, Wednesday, be a first fortnight. We'll, we'll probably be headed to the fabulous Michael Jackson show at that point. But no, no, the Michael Jackson show is always at like eight. Oh, okay. Now they have. They also have Queen, and. I saw there was a water show of some sort. I Madonna? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They, they, they've upped, upped their game They're, at the Moon have. Palace. Really? <laughs> Up their game. All right. Time for the uh, Foundry Distilling last call. All right. So uh, I think I think we go with I, I, I like the way we're playing right now. I feel like we're going to carry this through and win tonight. Indiana on the road on Sunday is unfortunately a loss. Oh, no. The Hawks beating Indiana on Sunday. Uh, you want to know why? We don't lose on Super Bowl Sunday. This is a good point. There's one the little Hawkeyes problem. You're going out not. of town, and I usually watch that game at your house. It's true. Uh, it's I, like the I only will, time we ever win watching together. I will be in Kansas City yeah. at my brother-in-law's. Yeah. Uh, that's right, vicariously. 
Indiana played well the other night, went into overtime with Illinois, lost it uh, down the stretch. By the way, Illinois fouling with a three-point lead with two in, or with uh, five seconds to go. I don't know why Fran just refuses to do that, but anyway. I, I bet he doesn't do it ever again, not foul. <sighs> the Minnesota game's got to teach you. It, it should. Um, either way, um, I, I, I feel like that... I don't know. Tonight might be the, the the way they get their mojo back, and then suddenly I this think is the big, they got their mojo is, back. This is the big run. If they lose tonight, I you, feel like got to keep this. I feel like they, they go. Luca had never beaten Michigan State, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's a big a big burden off of his back in hurdle. Uh, and I, same for Bohannon, right? It, those guys. Those well, guys. Are, I mean, didn't Jordan beat him when he was fourteen? I'm sorry. How long has he been? <laughs> it's been around a long time. Yeah, it was 2016. It's I don't been think, a long time. I don't they think just, Jordan was right. Anyway, it, um, it, it's it, it was it was nice to beat Michigan State, no matter how what what state their basketball team is in. I, I thought they played better than care. they have. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, Iowa has to go we on have to play them two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Look, the schedule's Penn State's the worst team, and they're a top. They're still a quad one team. That's the worst team left on our schedule. I'm telling you. We, oh, All right. We'll come back and talk to you about it next week, Thursday, right here, 1700. The Champ. Lord willing. <laughs>